Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Garrett Ramella of Common Sense Coffee. Garrett, it's awesome to have you on the show. Pleasure be- to be here. Thank you. No problem. Pleasure is definitely all ours. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Garrett so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Garrett is the president of Common Sense Coffee, which, prov- which seeks to provide top-tier coffee to the visionaries of the world and shares in their accomplishments. His vision for Common Sense Coffee is to become the coffee of choice for visionaries, entrepreneurs, and change makers who are building the future. Garrett is an avid learner and is working on his third master's degree studying artificial intelligence and business analytics at the George Washington at the George Washington University. In addition to studying at George Washington University, Garrett earned a master's in finance from American University and a master's in the management of informational techno- information technology from the University of Virginia. Garrett, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for the great introduction. No problem. You're doing so many great things and studying so many great things. I love kind of like everything uh, you know, you, you have as the vision for Common Sense Coffee, but I wanted to kind of start, I guess, a little bit farther back and hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with business. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I've always had this love for business and, and love for helping everyone. So, you know, back, uh, it's been a little bit over a year now. And, you know, back when we were like sitting down and trying to come up with a business idea, we said, hey, we're really business minded. We're really um, you know, in the technology, what kind of business or what industry is ripe for disruption uh, that we could put technology in to just make it better, whether it's um, being more sustainable, more efficient, or uh, just really provide more value to people. And we stumbled across the thing that we all drink every single day, and that's coffee. And that's kind of how we, we got started. We said, hey, it's a really simple idea. Let's see if we can make it better. And that's really... Um, how it all started. We were, we were at a, uh, like a backyard barbecue and we said, Hey, let's, let's learn more about coffee. Yeah, absolutely love that. And I think that uh, so many times we, we, we forget, uh, like I always say technology is kind of in every single industry and every single business that you have, but so many times it isn't kind of looked at or touched or integrated into each of these industries. So I love that you kind of had that idea of the barbecue. And of course you kind of ran with it and started to, to build that business and everything you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And even, you know, we, you see so many businesses now that are only software based or only technology based and they're, they're providing that service or that product just through digital channels. But I, I actually, um, I'm an Elon Musk fan and, and he said something in a speech uh, one day that was like, hey, you know, more people need to, to leave finance, leave law and, and go into industries that need help, like, like farming and, and, and product based uh, businesses and, and see how they can impact and, and have that cross functional like domain expertise to be able to make the industry better, the things that we need, but people aren't really paying attention to because they're not really lucrative industries like the software industry, but we really take that, you know, touch of IT and, and bring it into something that is not so um, fond of using technology. And that's, that's really the big premise behind it. 
Yeah, absolutely love that. And the idea is it's not lucrative yet because I think a lot of times when you're disrupting uh, these certain industries, sometimes it may not look like it's that lucrative. And that's where you have your Amazons, your Teslas of the world that start to take over things and and start to really change, not just those industries, but many, many more. So I I know you all are doing that as well too. And you're creating that environment to to present those kind of visionaries and and change makers too. Could you take us through a little bit more about Common Sense Coffee? Let us know what you're doing and how you support the clients you work with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so the o- overarching goal for Common Sense Coffee is, is kind of twofold. So it's to provide top tier coffee to the visionaries of the world and sharing their accomplishments. So what we mean by that is a lot of coffee makers and coffee producers, coffee roasters, they really focus a lot on the coffee and not so much on the people who drink the coffee. And we're, we're kind of taking a different approach. We said, hey, we're going to make great coffee. So we specialize in single origin specialty coffee. So it's of good quality but we're really focused on who is actually drinking our coffee. And we really want to target folks that are changing the world in some way. Like we've done stories on physicians. We've done stories on authors, on real estate investors, you know, great people come from all walks of life, all industries, all different backgrounds. And a lot of things that really happen that is great is great things come over a cup of coffee. Like you can go and and have a podcast and like we're doing today and drink coffee. You could, uh, you know, buy a company and have a coffee with you during that meeting. So, you know, that's kind of one aspect of the business. And then the other aspect really deep with the technology roots is to really push the sustainability aspect further. So we had this idea that we could uh, reduce the carbon footprint in the coffee industry by using solar technology and power an electric coffee roaster, which is now really becoming a, a first to market uh, with, with some companies out there on a commercial scale. So what we want to do is uh, take solar energy, use it to roast our coffee, and then distribute it just like any other coffee roaster would today. Because the coffee industry, a lot of people drink coffee, right? It's, it's you know, one of the largest, uh, most consumed commodities in the world. But a lot of people don't know that uh, for every pound of coffee that's consumed, on average, it, it produces 11 and a half pounds of carbon emissions which is oh, wow. huge. I mean, yeah. the problem is huge and, and no one really talks about it. I mean, there's, there's some trends now where people are like coffee producers are, are focused more on uh, direct trade and sustainable packaging, but fundamentally the coffee roasting process is still really bad. It relies on natural gas or propane. And, you know, we, we see it as an opportunity to, to, to push it forward. And with the technology becoming better and better, like solar has really blown uh, people like out of the water in terms of what it can do over the last decade and, and, and two decades to where it's really becoming much more competitive against your, your natural gas and, and propane counterparts. Nice. I definitely appreciate that. And, and I think when we first connected, um, we talked a little bit about um, like, uh, obviously, coffee, um, to me is very symbolic of getting that opportunity to kind of connect, build relationships, hear stories, things like that. And I love how you kind of drill down because I think so many times in industries, we get focused on the product and service, we forget that human aspect and that connection that you all are building is absolutely phenomenal. And I almost feel like that sustainability piece is an extension of that. You mentioned the carbon footprint, because I think the effect that it's having upon the world and the people within the world um, sometimes we forget that you know when we're building businesses when we're you know starting organizations that we have a ability to really arm ourselves and the people that we serve with that information but also the tools to, to make the world a, a ultimately better place yeah and, and you know our idea behind it is really if we could be sustainable and it costs relatively the same price to produce something why not 
Mm-hmm. Why not do the better option? Why not do what's, what's morally correct over the alternative? Uh, even though, you know, the mass adoption is still, still using alternative, um, you know, al- alternative methods. So, you know, we see it as a, a benefit long-term, you know, we think it's going to be much more profitable long-term. Uh, and, you know, if it is, then if you have an opportunity to buy a cup of coffee at, you know, a dollar compared to $2 using, you know, the fossil fuel coffee, then it's, it's much better to go the sustainable route. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of definitely sounds like that's from the playbook of Elon Musk as well, too, because if you're able to do it in a healthier way, and then like you said, I think people are starting to become more aware about how they can use their dollars to support certain causes or not support certain causes. Um, You have that opportunity to create a better world by buying the same cup of coffee you might buy already. Why not do that over not doing that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for you or your company or combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so I think, I think, you know, one thing for me is, is the work ethic. So uh, I, I, in the passion, so it's the, it's the mixture between the passion and the work ethic, because, you know, if you work on problems that are challenging, like what we're trying to do, and you're passionate about it, you're passionate, about pushing the peg forward and, and even if you may be a, a failure and come out um, short in the end at least you're making progress uh, you know I feel that when you blend those two together that's really when you boost productivity you become really happy about your work and, and it just makes it so even your team is is inspired by the work that you're doing because no one really you can't really convince a lot of people to come together to work on a problem that's been solved you know 100, 200 years ago, they, they need something to inspire them that is challenging and that they're passionate about to be able to push it forward to the, to the next generation of folks to, to be able to come in and, and help. So I always try to frame things in, hey, what, what is something that I really enjoy doing and something that, it is, that, I'm, um, that is a little bit difficult outside of my comfort zone? And then when you put those two together, you become really inspired to, to really um, you know, achieve what, what you're set out to achieve. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah. So actually uh, a task manager. So uh, there's all kinds of tools out there. Uh, We in particular use monday.com. We absolutely love it. It's, It's a really great resource to be able to visualize the work that needs done. It puts accountability because you can assign folks to, to do the work. You put deadlines on there. And when you bring it into a, your normal daily routine, things don't fall through the cracks. They may slip up and, and get delayed a little bit, but they're still on the little sheet that you're working on to be able to say, hey, this is like that lingering thing that you need to focus on. You need to dedicate your time to it. Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. So, so without a doubt, it, it comes down to finding a great team. And to do that early, I, I think that's one of the most important things. I, I see a lot of folks who want to be like solopreneurs and just do everything themselves, not outsource anything, not give anyone responsibility. And I, I think it's incredibly important for CEOs to be able to realize that you can't do everything. If you want to make systemic change in the world, you cannot do everything yourself. Elon Musk may get the credit for a lot of stuff he does, but there's an entire team at SpaceX. There's an entire team at Tesla and the Boring Company that really help carry out this vision. And as an entrepreneur, it, you know, it becomes more about the vision and 
developing the strategic plan and then putting people in places and helping them realize their career potential, matching them up with their abilities to get work done and really helping to nurture the relationship between them, the work and their organization that they're with that is super important because without a doubt, you can't get anything done yourself if you wanna make massive amounts of change in the world. So, so really finding a great team you know, from the beginning or as soon as possible, uh, you know, be, do your due diligence, but look for business partners, look for great team members, you know, hire slowly. And, you know, if you have to break ties quickly, break ties quickly, but, you know, you know, at the end of the day, that person that you may have broke ties with may not have been a good person for the role or for your team but they may be superstars at other, at other roles. And as a CEO, you have to develop a judgment to be able to put people in the right places and, and align business objectives with people's objectives. Awesome. So now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on, on the show. So Garrett, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah. So, so I, I think one of the biggest things is to uh, leave the world in, in a much better place um, had you not engaged in the activity that you're engaging in. So if you're, if you're in a for-profit enterprise, right, you should be contributing value to society in some way, whether it's, in my case, providing coffee to people or, you know, in Bill Gates's case, where he provides software for people to be more productive, uh, you know, you have to be providing value to the world. And I think that's fundamentally one of the most important things, because if you, if you, do that as an entrepreneur, that's when people will pay you for your services or pay you for your, your, your products. And that's when you can also employ people. So you give livelihoods to people and you benefit and, and make the economy better and push society forward. So I think, you know, fundamentally it's, it's really given um, society um, value in some way. And, you know, if you do it in a nonprofit or in a government uh, type organization, where it's not so much a, a for-profit thing, but there's still there's still entrepreneurs in all those organizations. But you know, when, when you provide value in some way, that gives you purpose, and that re really I think is what encompasses you know being a CEO is all about. Garrett, truly appreciate uh, that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course how best they can get a hold of you, find out about the coffee, and hear about all the awesome things you and your team are doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, first thing I, I would say to all the readers out there and, and listeners is, uh, you know, if you're thinking about starting a business, whether it's a nonprofit, for-profit, do it. I, I mean, now is, um, you know, we're, we're filming this uh, in, in September of 2020. And I mean, the COVID-19 crisis is, is here. It's, it's not going anywhere. So develop a side hustle. Make, try to shift the paradigm of consumption to producing and try to just be a blogger, make a website and just come back to it day after day, day after day with consistency. And you'll, you'll realize over the course of 10, 20 years, you're gonna have something that you are extremely proud of, you're extremely proud to share with your friends, family, your colleagues, everyone. And you're gonna live a, a, you know, a massively fulfilling life. Uh, so I definitely would encourage folks to take more entrepreneurial risks. Uh, if you wanna get in contact with, with myself or anyone from our team, uh, just go to commonsense.coffee. Uh, you, you can find all of our information there. You can look me up on LinkedIn, Garrett Ramella on LinkedIn. Um, I, I'm highly accessible. So, so you could, um, any social media, any LinkedIn, email, call, text, anything, just, uh, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. I, I'm really available and I'm always looking to have chats with folks and, and just talk about how we can make the world better. So 
um, highly encourage entrepreneurship and, and collaboration and, and communication. Nice. Well, I definitely appreciate you for collaborating and, and, and being on the show and we will have your links and information in the show notes, but I definitely, you know, appreciate that reminder about kind of flipping that switch that we kind of talked about before. And I, I love that you mentioned that it doesn't have to, it can be a side hustle. I think that's a better way to say it because I think so many times we think that we have to create Tesla or, or SpaceX, you know, from our homes or from our, you know, jobs that we might have. But in reality, sometimes things, these great things that make a huge impact start out as, as side hustles, but the only way we can do that is to get started with consistency. So, Truly appreciate that, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.